You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. We're on Punk Wisdom. Uh-huh. And we have no, we have no sponsors because people don't like us. After last episode, they went nuts. <laughs> and they all left. They're like, fuck you. Um, but no, Jess is still here, so I didn't scare her away. Hey, that's, that's a good thing. Takes a lot. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, before we jump into things, uh, how are you? Where are you, you, I'm you, good. You out of that fucking house yet? Uh, almost. I will. Well, I my couch is going to be there tonight, so I can sleep in the new place tonight. Woohoo! Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. So yeah, basically, I just have some rest of my stuff to go get. That's all. But yeah, that's all that's been going on. Moving, working. Yeah, it's usually a lot. Yeah. How you been? Okay. All right, I'm I'm on the phones by myself now at, at work. So oh, nice. Uh, I'm moving on up. How do you like it? So far, so good. Yeah. I mean, I'm I like I said, I, I did telemarketing type cold calling and crap with the cemetery, right? And hated it. Well, this is entirely different. It's an IT, so we still get people who are complaining, obviously, right. because shit's broke. Um, but I call and they call for a reason, and they know I'm there to help. So it's a lot more easy of a conversation. Yeah, you don't have so, people yelling at you just simply for calling them. Yeah, you get your occasional asshole, but you know those people are easy to deal with, especially when you deal with grieving families for three years. Just people screaming in my face is no big deal. Right? <laughs> like, are you done yet? You're like a seasoned pro at taking shit right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I used to I used to get in trouble at work with that because my bosses, if I do anything stupid or screw up, they'd get in my face and yell and scream. And by the time they're done, I'll be like, "Are you done yet? Can we go back to work now?" <laughs> And they get all pissed off even more. What? I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I just they want you to cower in fear. Yeah, I don't anymore. <laughs> Good for you. You should. Um, no, other than that, school started. So this is Kirsten's senior year. I have a senior oh. now. I feel so old. I mean, I can see why, though. You're not that old, though. But I get why you would feel that way, senior. Congratulations, yeah. Kirsten. Yeah. When you have kids, I'm looking right at you, Dottie. Um, yeah, time will fly. Will fly. All of a sudden, you're 50 years old, and like, where the hell did the time go? Um, but it'll happen. It'll happen. Mm-hmm. Are you bored yet? I no. Am. All right. No, this episode, we are doing uh, uh, We're doing burlesque. Actually, right now, live, and the camera's not working, unfortunately, so sucks to be you. Um, actually, no. But uh, no, that's what we're going to talk about, uh, because... Because why not? I'm interested. So if I'm interested, you're interested regardless. And if you're not listening, then you don't have to worry about it. My wife will text me in soon to just to complain. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No. Um, Hi, so, Ruth. So let's introduce. Um, first, we'll go to uh, Dottie just because I know I know you. I, I worked with you before. Not in this, which would be quite interesting. Right. Um, but anyway, no, who are you? And then we'll pass around the table. Um, I'm Dottie. Uh, that's really it. <laughs> There's not much more to me. <laughs> I what used to work you... with you at the cemetery. Yes. That's how we yes. know each other. I witnessed a lot of those bosses screaming. <laughs> I think I got one fired. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. It was scary. <laughs> that's about it. Cool. And then we have Holly, right? Yep. Holly Hawk. 
What is it you do outside of burlesque? Let's just step out of that for a second. That's all mm-hmm. I do. Then there you go. <laughs> That's literally all I do with my entire <laughs> life. Um, I am the headmistress of the Detroit School of Burlesque. Um, and then I also produce um, shows all around Detroit, and I'm a traveling performer as well. So literally, Excellent. burlesque is all I do. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So She's I- a brave soul. <laughs> <laughs> or a stupid one. It just depends on the day. So uh, this is a totally, I don't know, it's a question I'm sure you get a thousand times, but mm-hmm. it's anyway, we're going to get started and I just want you to just jump into it at some point. Um, so how'd you get yourself started? Why? And we'll go on from there. So I got started, um, I was living in Indianapolis and I worked with a couple of girls who uh, were in burlesque and burlesque had just made a resurgence. This was about uh, seven years ago. And so it was popping up all over Indianapolis, and I immediately fell in love with it because I love, like, old Hollywood glamour and, you know, the 1930s to 1950s. Um, So my friend that was performing said, hey, you should come to a show. So I went to one show, and then I helped out with a show. And then I was like, I don't want to help out. I don't want to attend anymore. Like, I want to do this myself. So I started performing, and that was pretty much it. Like, it's been an addiction ever since. And then I started producing and then I started teaching and it's just kind of evolved over the years. It's taken over her entire life. (laughs) (laughs) So for those people, including me, Mm -hmm. um, since I know absolutely, I'll say I absolutely know nothing about burlesque and I know I have some major misconceptions about burlesque. Uh It's the first thing I think of unfortunately, and I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings here, is stripping. And I know it's more than that. Um, So just to enlighten some of the people out there that Mm -hmm. are listening, what is it exactly? Mm -hmm. And just get a little bit more, I guess, more detail, however you want to tackle that. Well, what is the difference between strippers and burlesque performers comes up all the time. And sometimes there is no difference because – a lot of burlesque performers are strippers in their, you know, regular jobs. Um, but as far as just comparing one to the other, um, burlesque is much more theatrical. Mm. There's usually like a storyline. There can be props. There's costuming um, more than just, you know, G-string and, and top. Um, so it's just it's, – it's a much more theatrical – performance art than stripping is and there's no uh, physical contact with the patrons at a burlesque show so those are the major differences but a lot of people do both it's kind of a easy transition for some people it was kind of like i was telling you before we started this and i wasted all my good words on it it's like (laughs) if you strip it down no pun intended to like it's it's basic level it's the same thing. We're, You're removing we're, clothing. Yeah, we're removing <laughs> clothing, and most of the time we get paid for it. So it's a – I don't take offense when anybody calls us a stripper. You know, I have a couple people at work that are like, oh, my God, so you strip? And it's like well, essentially, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I, I'd like to – I mean, I would like it to – I'd like to be able to take the stigma away from stripping itself. Even, right, exactly. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I get that. That's why I kind of wanted to ask. I was like, ah. And it really depends, too, because, I mean, if you go to New York City and see some burlesque, I mean, they have shows that are really raunchy, full nudity, you know, very different from what we do here. So no matter where you are, it's going to change. Like, every city is a little bit different as far as their laws and what the themes and styles are in each city. So here, you know, we focus on more um, what they call um, – 
like nouveau burlesque, which is more like modern, like rock burlesque or like um, satire. But we also do a lot of classic, like vintage inspired burlesque here in Detroit. What's uh, what's uh, what are different type of performances? I mean, is it just um, are we just looking at dancing? Is there more? Is there oh god, there's... what type of props are involved? I mean, I know there's is there. I don't know. I'm, I don't even know how to. There's, there's actually a, a ton of different types. Um, I know, Justin, in some of your shows, you see super prop heavy numbers. You see lip sync numbers. Um, there's uh, live singing numbers. Like there can be anything, really. Yeah. I mean, burlesque is really an art form when you get down to it. So as diverse as art can be burlesque can be i mean there's funny burlesque there's weird burlesque there's classic burlesque i mean there's people who are classically trained dancers and there's people who have never danced a day in their life Mm -hmm. so there's really there's no wrong or right and there's a lot of creative freedom in burlesque i like too that there's a ton of different body types oh yeah right now you know you have stick thin girls you have big girls there's boylesque where you see a ton of different body types like i love seeing you know skin colors body types gender identification you know everything it's it's actually really cool to see that's kind of why i i i was more intrigued by it yeah. because of that because it's like it doesn't it's more of a celebration of the performance and i would i would assume the body itself mm-hmm. too so it's not just i hate even comparing it to this but there was uh there was a. I was watching a show about uh, cosplay. Not. I don't know. I'll get to my point here in a second. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one of the one of the girls that are that was part of it was complaining because a bunch of there was a bunch of other girls shat, uh, fat shaming other yeah. people and so on, saying no, no, no. This is we're all enjoying this as an art form. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what we you know. And that's kind of look. I like that. It seems to be. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems to be that's kind of like the attitude in burlesque. Um, I'm sure they're probably running across people who are opinionated one way or another. Um, not that we need to get into that. But I'm just thinking that's what kind of I liked about it more. What's yeah. the word am I looking for? In, in, inclusive? That's yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I've seen every type of person you can possibly imagine. It's open to everyone and everyone's interpretation of what they think is powerful or sexy or creative or really anything. Yeah, I I had um, what kind of started it for me is I had gone to a couple shows and I saw someone that had a body type very similar to me, you know, and and, and a chest similar to me and, you know, like a butt similar to me. And I was like, oh, my God, she can get up there and she can do that. I can do that, too, because I was always really body conscious. Like Mm -hmm. I was really Mm -hmm. like nervous. I'm not the very typical body that you would see doing that kind of stuff. So it's. But you are. Oh, now I am. People think that it's not until they actually go to a show and then they're like, oh. Well, I think they automatically think stripper. And so if you think stripper, you think of almost a perfect 10 body, which nobody actually has. Um, So. And that that was that was my my thought process going in. I was like, oh, I'm going to see all these beautiful women and stuff, and then, and they were all beautiful women, right, but right. it was that that ideal of having that that ten body, you know. And I went in and I was just awestruck, and I'm like, oh my god, I can do this! Like this would be really cool. And I've actually got some really positive feedback. You know, I had one lady um, come up to me after one of my shows, and she she was like, your chest looks like my chest, and and, and it's awesome that that you're getting up there and doing that. And at first, I was like, oh. <laughs> 
I don't know what you mean by that. But then I was like, you know what? No, I'm empowering somebody, and that's yeah, awesome. Sometimes people don't know how to make a proper compliment, <laughs> yeah. and it comes out really weird. Yeah, but. and like I knew she meant, yeah, <laughs> yeah, she meant, you know, it in the best light possible. But it was it was just really cool to see how elated she was, seeing that there were other people who could get out there and do that. And you sometimes much- they're just so excited, it's just like word vomit. It's yes, like absolutely. I don't even know what I'm saying to you, but I liked it. I think I did that the first couple of shows I went to. I was like, I love it. <laughs> Yeah, I, can, I can understand the awkwardness because, like, how would you bring something up? Like right. That? And they're usually drunk. Yeah. That was yeah. probably why they brought so, it up. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It was, or they could. I mean, yeah. they're real excited. But. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that hurts my heart a little, but I'm going to keep going. <laughs> she meant it well. No, that's pretty cool. Um, so what do we have going on in this area? I mean – I know Dottie was mentioning different cities yeah. do different things. I mean, are there different types of groups? Mm-hmm. Um, what are these groups? Uh, and I'm going to jump all over the place. Those questions pop in my head. So I'm not ending a conversation right now. I'm just throwing what pops in my head. Rapid fire questions. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so it, just enlighten me because, like I said, I'm clueless. <clears throat> so if I wanted to go to a show or what type of shows, if something – for like, is there shows that are more aimed towards people that are just starting? I guess you could say um, because, like I said, coming from a very conservative, I was talking to my wife about this, and she just gives this funny look on her face because she we both came from very very yeah. conservative backgrounds, right? I mean, and so it's kind of like I don't want it to be taboo. It can't be. It shouldn't yeah. be taboo. So I'm trying yeah. to like. I like, actually think like a show coming up, the Michigan Burlesque Festival, it yeah. showcases a ton of different talent. And you're actually headlining, right? Mm-hmm. You, I, I, I'm terrible. <laughs> I forgot uh, the other. It's beat. me, Hanky Panky, and Dirty Martini. Yes, yes. Um, but that's a a good showcase of different talents around Michigan, but also out of state. Yeah, it's a um, it's a festival that basically yeah. brings people together from all over the world. They um, hmm. have people submit applications. And then they choose from those applications and they put together a two-day festival. So mm-hmm. you can see performers that are local and performers that could be from literally anywhere in the world. Oh, cool. So yeah. that's a good way. I mean, and it, like, right off the bat, I don't know that I would like go to like Dirty Show. Right, <laughs> right, first, like, right. Burlesque experience. <laughs> um, although it's fantastic and they have some of the best burlesque in the world on the stage this upcoming year. Um, but – I think like a festival or like we do a monthly show called Speakeasy Sundays at yep. Cliff Bells and it's very geared towards like classic what you would imagine like 1940s burlesque to be like. Oh, see that I find interesting because I always – okay, uh, people that have never – like Kat Von D, mm-hmm. you know, she was more about seduction than, you know, getting down to like a G-string or something like that. That's basically what stripping is. You know, it's not so much the art of seduction, I think, as much as it. There's not as much tease involved. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's what's, you know, special about burlesque. And anytime I've seen like a burlesque dancer, it is like the era that you're talking about, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, I don't know. I just think it's fancy. It's more classy. I don't know. It's, it's kind of fantastic. Sundays is an amazing show. I can tell you as a performer, I went to last month's show and I'm going to this month's show. <laughs> so like it. <laughs> It's it's just amazing talent. You book some amazing people, and it's there is 
Cliff Bells is definitely more of the, like the classic. Every once in a while, like a comedy number will come right. in there. It's a good introduction. Um, yeah, it's a great introduction. Because we have a lot of people that, because of the location of Cliff Bells, we have a lot of people that have never heard mm-hmm. of Burlesque, but they are maybe staying downtown in one of the hotels or they're at like a Tigers game or something and they walk by and they're like, what is this? And most of the time they're really intrigued. They're not like, oh, that's too much. Right. Yeah. So it's a good like segue into it. And then, you know, there definitely are – um, you know, shows that are a little more like pop culture um, related or themed shows. And then there's things that, you know, like the Dirty Show, Theater Bazaar, things like that that also feature burlesque. So hmm. it's kind of everywhere. Yeah. You just don't necessarily know it. No, we were, we were talking about that earlier, huh? Yeah, uh, I didn't know that there was something they had every Sunday that featured that. And I also didn't know there was a burlesque festival. That's yep. we really do it awesome. Monthly. It's not um, every Sunday. Just oh, monthly, okay. But yeah. Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> People think that because it's speakeasy Sundays, you know, they yeah. it's every Sunday. But that might kill me. Like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> So how's that go? Is that the first or last month? I mean, I know we'll plug it at the end of the show um, and everything. It actually changes just based on um, what else is happening in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have um, one coming up on this this coming Sunday. Um, and then we have another one on October 7th. Okay. That'll what? be our Halloween show. Oh, so, fantastic. Yeah. So, is that one going to be any different than the other ones? Uh, it will be because it's going to be all Halloween acts. Like, we don't typically have that. so But we're doing a very classic, uh, like, pinup sort of theme. So it's going to be things like you would imagine, like, on a pinup calendar for yeah. October. You know, like, mm-hmm. the the black cat on the pumpkin and, like, the witch. Well, damn, and, I'll have to go to that one, you know. too. <laughs> yeah, we like to keep awesome. you hooked. Yeah, three months in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should just, like, sell, like, you know, yearly passes. Right, yeah. Do it. I'd buy one. Um. Yeah, there's and that's most of that is like the Burlesque Festival, Speakeasy Sundays, and um, even the Detroit Grand Cabaret, which we haven't talked about yet. Those are all like in Detroit, Hamtramck, that area. But there's like communities in Lansing. There's uh, you know a scene Grand in Rapids. Ips, Ipsy, Grand Rapids, you know, all over the place. Mm-hmm. There's um, shows that I'm doing, uh, the Dark Arts of Michigan. So we're doing a show. It's October sixth. Um, but it, it's kind of like a variety show almost. Like it has performance artists, but it also has burlesque sprinkled in. And then like live paintings and, and vendors, and it's like a huge thing. And it's at a really cool, cool like – it's called the Avenue Cafe in Lansing. How do I never hear of these really awesome things that are going on <laughs> you like, in the Detroit area? Yeah, yeah just follow us on Facebook and you will hear about them constantly to the point where you're like, oh, my God, stop inviting yeah. me to shows. <laughs> Miss Holly Hawk and Dottie Dart. <laughs> Follow us. We'll You'll show, hear about. We'll all show of you them. where to go. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. Well, that's just because be I try fun. to find different things just on Facebook. Just type in different searches of different, mm-hmm. you know, like burlesque or mm-hmm. whatever. Because then there's always just a bunch of there are a bunch of groups. And that's the only one way you can actually find some of this stuff until you actually start getting into it. We were talking about yeah. that earlier. I didn't notice how many tra- Dodge Chargers are on the road until I started driving one. Mm-hmm. Um, so right. as soon as like I'm hoping people listen to this show, they're actually going to start noticing a lot more now. Mm-hmm. They're going to start seeing it around even when they're not even trying. Yeah. Right. Um, which is kind of cool. I mean, it's a thing. Like, it activates something in your brain and then you start paying attention to it. Yeah. And I think there is, even though I don't like using the word taboo that much, but there always yeah. there is that underlining whereas because there is that stigma a little bit, mm-hmm. it also makes it a little bit more intriguing. Yeah. You know, as soon as you <laughs> tell your kids no, they're not allowed to do something, what's uh-huh. the first thing they want to do? They want to do They're going to do it. So... 
it was funny because I was listening to some author talking and he said that a woman came up to him after his you know reading and so on. She's like, I can't get my kids to read your books. He's like, then tell them they're not allowed to. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good idea. Yeah. You know, um, so it's, you know, anyway. Uh, my parents did say don't take your clothes off for public, but here we are. <laughs> look at you now. <laughs> Did your mom really say that? No, God, no. Because <laughs> what I know of your mom, I don't doesn't yeah. sound like her at all. No, my mom actually, and I, I told Holly this when I first took the courses at the Detroit School of Burlesque, that my mom actually called at the end of the one on one course. There's a um, a student showcase. That's what I want to talk about next. Go ahead. Yeah, and uh, my mom actually called it a recital. That's what oh, my grandma called it. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. She's like, "How was your recital?" And I was like, "Oh, uh, it was great." I took my clothes off. It was fine. <laughs> my grandma thinks I do recitals for a yeah. living. I'm like, yep. That's, yeah. yeah, that's exactly what it is, Grandma. I think. It's the I mean, she knows what world. I do. Her verbiage is just yeah off. I think my mom just wants to like not think about it because I also do Rocky Horror, right? And she does not like when I'm in any of their costuming because I play Columbia a lot, so I have to like black out my eyebrows. She hates it. Like I actually have a video of me like chasing her because she hates looking at it so much. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, she 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 very much dislikes that. So I think in her mind, that's her way of saying no. My my daughter is not a stripper. <laughs> she does recitals. It's dance recitals, <laughs> which makes it sound like you're three years old wearing a tutu. Yeah. Oh, my daughter does dance recitals. Oh, how well, old there's is she? Another act right She's there. She's twenty. <laughs> <laughs> this is her hundredth dance recital. <laughs> and there's your act, right? Yeah. Just wear a tutu next yeah, time. Yeah, wear a tutu. Have my mom on stage just yelling. <laughs> Trying to like shield people from yeah. seeing you. She's holding just a bath towel following <laughs> me around the stage. Done. Doing it. Booking there it. it. Is right there. Right there. So yeah, you, you've mentioned it a couple times. What is the Detroit School of Burlesque? You want to take that one? Did sure. I, did um, I pronounce it correctly? Yes, yeah. you did. Okay, good, good, good. Um, it is a studio in Ferndale. Um, we teach everything from beginner burlesque. If you've never been to a show, if you've never like danced a day in your life, that's totally fine. We also have an advanced course um, for performers who want to just do continuing education. Um, we have a lot of guest workshops from performers all over the country. When they come to Detroit to perform, we have them teach as well um, so that the community gets an opportunity to learn from all kinds of people. Um, and then we do a bunch of other non-burlesque stuff too. We do yoga and Pilates and bar class and all kinds of other fun stuff. So, where are you guys located in Ferndale? Uh, on Marshall. On Marshall. Like Four eighty three Marshall. Yeah. What is that like? Uh, is that north of Woodward Heights on Hilton? Um, no, we're just oh. uh, we're off of Woodward, um, real close to downtown. We're just a couple streets over from downtown Ferndale. Okay, I'm like I've lived in Ferndale for four years, and how did I never know about this place? <laughs> that would be fun to go, like just take a class, yeah, just to basically and do it, even if you also, don't want to do it professionally. Yeah, we have something we know? actually call Girls' Night Out, and it's for people who maybe have never done burlesque or don't know if it's something that's right for them. For beginners, and they can just they can come, like they learn a quick little routine. We play games, like we have theme night. So like the mm-hmm. next one coming up is 80s themed. So everybody dresses up in 80s clothing, and then you learn this little routine. Okay, There's no actual fun. stripping involved, so it's not intimidating. You know, it's not like, all right, take your clothes off in front of all these strangers. Right. It's right. just it's more of like a fun, just like learn the moves and kind of like get your feet wet. And then if you love it, you can join the 101. So 
Awesome. I highly hmm. recommend the one-on-one. I tell everyone, I was just telling Holly earlier, um, a coworker came to me and was like, hey, can you show me how to do that like chest shimmy? <laughs> and I'm like, it's in your shoulders. You just got to do it. And she just wanted to know how to do it. She wanted to learn how to like twirl tassels. And I was like, well, I have the great class for you. I'm like, here. Go to this. I feel like you should just have like a briefcase of tassels at work I and should. be like, here you go. Like, <laughs> you can have beaded ones, feather ones, you know. But yeah, I I highly recommend the one-on-one course. Even if you don't want to get in it professionally, it helped so many women with their confidence Yeah, to be able to get up on stage and be like, you know what? I may not be awesome at this, but I'm going to do it anyway. And right. I never want to do it again, but I wanted to do it that one or time. Or even if you I'm don't want to get on the yeah. stage at all. We have right. some people who <clears> just... You know, they – well, I hear a lot, I'm not confident enough to do this. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, that's why you come to this because you're going to leave confident. Yeah. But a lot mm-hmm. of people, you know, they'll go through traumatic things or they'll go through divorces or, you know, maybe they're moms who've devoted their entire lives to raising their kids and now they just want to do something for themselves. Right. And they, they come and they do the class and they don't ever want to perform in public, but it's just something for them to feel good about them. That – as a woman, that totally makes sense, you know. Yeah. Not and the I've kid met, having thing. I you haven't gotta, done that. But, <laughs> but just in general, to, to go have fun. Yeah. And then you kind of embrace mm-hmm. your body more when you're using your body to yep. have fun. Yeah. So. And it's like, you know, some people use it as like a form of exercise. Some people mm-hmm. just want to do something that, you know, helps them form friendships with other women. You know, there's That was the so point that I was going to touch on is that I've made so many friendships just by going to that 101 course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there's so many friends that I have now that I talk to daily that I met sitting in that lobby because when I did it, we, we the, they weren't at the school yet. Um, uh-huh. <clears throat> I think you just rented out a, a room. Yeah, we were teaching at Agora Arts yeah. before we got our own studio. Yeah, and sitting in that lobby being so nervous because it was – I'm not from this area, so I had to drive like 45 minutes to get to it. So I knew nobody sitting there, and now we're like amazing friends. Because everybody was nervous. Yeah, like, everybody, everybody was, was in nervous. the same place, and that's yeah. what people don't understand is that they think they have to come into this like a pro. Like they're, yeah. they already know what they're doing and they're confident and everyone else is going to have their shit together and it's like no everyone is in the exact same boat like just come and you'll have friends that are all going to go through this with you yeah and it was so cool to see everybody progress week after week and then um at the the recital everybody's um yeah we're gonna start calling it Uh, it's gotta be the detroit school of burlesque recital it sounds amazing yeah i think that's gonna be a thing that's it um but just seeing their their like their numbers and their ideas because we've been you know talking to each other every single week going oh I think I'm going to do this or oh I'm doing this number or, you know whatever to see it actually come to fruition and seeing like how nervous everybody is at first and then how right. elated they are after they finish yeah because it's yeah. like some people didn't even want to like say their names and why they were there in the very first yeah. class. And people were like so intimidated to just talk and then they get up there and they're like you know. 90% naked, like shaking their tassels, like nobody's business. And I'm like, look what happened in eight weeks. Yeah. It's crazy. It always kills me to see like super shy performers and then they get on stage and I'm like, where the hell did that come yeah. from? <laughs> it's pretty awesome. I yeah. end up like sitting in the corner at every recital, like trying not to cry because I'm just like, this is so amazing. I'm so proud of them, yeah. you know. That's that w- why that I would like, be really cool. That's why I like yeah. coming to work for your uh, student showcase. I'm like, <laughs> I love seeing the new ones. I know. It, it's a really cool thing because you, you know how hard it is because, you know, most of them want to talk themselves out of it because mm-hmm. it's easy to do. Mm-hmm. And then they get up there and they're just like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. Like, I have this sense of freedom and accomplishment that I never felt before. Well, you had the culture that beats us down, especially mm-hmm. women. Yeah. And so to be able to have an outlet like this to where you're not going to get that same type of 
or you want to call it attack or shame or sure. whatever. Yeah. Um, that's got to be freeing in and of yeah. itself. And I don't want to leave the guys wa- out because we've got guys too. Oh, oh yeah. That's, that's cool. Yep. There's oh, yeah. Less. But I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking you walk into through. it. And yeah. When you walk into it, I think that's where a lot of fear can be. I mean, I'm super, oh, yeah. super shy myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's where a lot – that's where mine would be. I mean yeah. like there's no way – I mean look at me, um, you know, walking in. But anyway. You'd be surprised. My mm-hmm. uh, partner keeps saying, oh, God, I just want to – I, w- I want to do it. I have so many ideas and, and you we won't do it. We need more men. Well, that's why I keep telling him. I was like, just do it. And he's like, but I can't. Look at my body. I was like, look at my body. <laughs> look at everyone's bodies. Like, you know, it's funny because like one time someone um, asked, what type of body do you have to have for burlesque? And I was like, I was like, do you have a body? And they were like, yes. And I was like, then you have a body for burlesque. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. It's I burlesque is amazing. I see quite a few performers do it. There's just there's something heartwarming about it. Yeah. I think for some strange reason, I can't picture it only probably because I've never seen it. Yeah. Once you see it, you'll be like, okay, I get it. I get it. This is awesome. (laughs) It's super cool. And we need more. Yes. I'm working on them. I mean, (laughs) it's it's really big in like Chicago. Like there's a lot of male performers in Chicago, in New York, in California. Um, But we don't have a lot here yet. Just 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 a handful. Just a handful. I'm waiting for that text from Ruth right now saying, honey. Do it. (laughs) (laughs) I've got some tassels in my car. (laughs) Just for you, dear. Um and only no um. <laughs> a personal recital <laughs> exactly, exactly there is no judgment <laughs> no but i think it you, you bring up uh how some people would do it just for never do it publicly mm-hmm. just yeah. kind of do it for themselves and i kind of think of that whole uh craze that went around for wasn't there an exercise routine that centered around poles oh yeah there still is yeah, yeah. Still oh, yeah. Uh, so kind of the, i did that i cannot do that yeah, I am not. I don't have the upper body no. strength I know, for it. I, I like, did take a pole dancing class yeah. just for the exercise, uh-huh. and I did it with my girlfriends. And I'm like, oh, this will be fun. Let's do it. And like some of them were stronger, and they were like, yeah, we got this. And I'm like, I'm falling. I feel like you need to have like an entire workout course before pole. <laughs> yeah, I did the same thing with aerial. Like, heavy like, weightlifting. I was so fascinated by aerial, and then I tried it, and I was like, oh my god, I hurt so bad. I mean, it what looks so amazing. Um, though. Like the silks that hang from the ceiling. That's kind of like. Oh my yeah. God! No, I you do. Oh, it's got to be hard. That's impressive. You have that never really, felt really before. No, I, okay. So there's I no way that, I could do it. I would just make a hammock and lay there. Like you <laughs> need, like this is my. You need act. to do. I mean, you said that about burlesque, first. though, too. So I challenge you now. Give me five years. Just start weightlifting. Yes, and then do it. Yeah, yeah. A lot of that is just being able to lift your own body weight. Right. Yeah. It is, but it's like that, and then like you also have to control the silks, and if you don't control them right you get really bad silk burns and it's well that, that was my thing with the pole fitness i did a whole series burst. and i was like my skin just wants to stay on the pole and then there's like friction yeah. and i'm like this hurts so bad that's what goes through my head when i see them like how do they yeah it makes you really appreciate though when you yeah. see people do it like oh my effortlessly God. And yes. you're like, yeah i know how hard that is i've seen some girls <laughs> perform really, really on strong. Um, those rings not yes. just yep. one Lyra. big ring uh-huh. is that what it's called uh-huh yeah that Again, I thought, oh, that doesn't look too hard. Yeah. I'll keep no. my feet on the ground, please. I, I couldn't even jump into it. <laughs> That's how hard it was. Yeah. I, I would look at it and be like, nah. It's I tried. All right. I tried. I was like, okay, we'll just go back to silks and then like a couple of silk classes. And I was like, my body is trying to die. <laughs> my body hates me. Yeah, I can't do a pull up, so I'm not cut out for that <laughs> stuff yet. Like, you definitely need to be able to do a pull up. Yeah. I'm thinking, yeah. 
No, I'll keep my heels on the floor. Right. And I'll just... I'll perform there. <laughs> so now there's no pole involved in burlesque. It's sometimes there props. Are. Yeah, there can and, be. Oh, really? Yeah, there's okay, a lot. Of, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a lot of. Um, I mean, really, it can be incorporated into anything. There are, um, you know, pole dancers who do burlesque routines. There's uh-huh. burlesque in Lyra and Ariel as well. I mean, there's a oh, lot wow. of crossover. That's fantastic. There's yeah. hooping, like hula hooping. Yeah, hooping there's you name anything it. can become a burlesque act. You know, you can have anything become a burlesque act. Yeah, it's, and a lot of people, like, use that crossover because they already have the experience performing. So maybe they started mm-hmm. out as, like, a hooper or an aerialist, and then they got into burlesque, and then they incorporated it mm-hmm. into what they already do. Cool. So, Which is twice as hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's just impressive. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's a question. I'm not sure if you've answered this one. If you did, enlighten me anyway. What makes burlesque burlesque? Oh, uh, maybe the theatrics of it? Yeah, I mean, it's... It's really about the art of the tease and okay. it's, you know, it, it depends on what you're comparing it to really. But um, it can be anything. Like there's really no rules. I mean I've seen uh, burlesque acts where there was no costuming. They just did a fan dance. Like they just like mm. concealed their body with a fan and that was the entire thing. So there's really no like window that, that something has to fit into. I guess what I'm thinking is like if I walk into like a performance art type mm-hmm. of thing, how would, what would have to happen to turn that into a pers- uh, burlesque um, I think show, if that makes sense. I honestly think Dark Arts of Michigan does that really well because they mix the two, performance art and burlesque. So because like, I was just trying yeah. to get wrap because right now my brain still is still going to you're just doing different things while you're taking off your clothes. And I'm trying to get away from that. Um, so but I'm I just mean, gonna really, be... that's what it is. Yeah. Right. OK. There, there isn't a thing that you're like, well, that's burlesque and this isn't. Like it can be incorporated into so many different I've things. I've seen burlesque okay. numbers where they only take off like a rope. Mm-hmm. You know, they, or nothing. They yeah. take off nothing. Yeah. Like... And it's, it's just still like a tease. You know, it's mm-hmm. still – you're left wanting more. You know, even if the girls that get down to like the C rings and the pasties, like you're still like, oh my god, I still want to keep watching that. You know, can you please put put your clothes back on and let's do it again? You know, <laughs> which that's also a thing reverse yeah, strip reverse where you yes. get dressed. I love that. Yeah. No, so there's... you can't really say, oh, it's just taking your clothes right. off because sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's getting dressed. Yeah. So cool. it's complicated. Yeah. <laughs> it's a complicated thing. Yeah. I, I'm getting that. Yeah. So it's more. I think is. There's the so that's basically that tease element. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a usually. I'm I'm an autistic, so my brain wants to go logistic, yeah. and, or logic and analytical, and so I'm breaking this down probably way too much in my head, and making it even more confusing for myself. That's why I'm asking these questions. Um, no, but I'm I'm entirely intrigued because this is a whole new world that sure. I am used to. Rocky Horror was a whole new world. Yeah, and then yeah. when you forced me up on the stage. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I'll never forget that. Um but uh but that is like, that is a whole different world. And I I was not I'm still not totally comfortable sitting even in the audience for that. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just probably because of my upbringing and the way culture is cuz here in the United States Sex is so, so just – I hate using the word again, taboo. It is just so you know stifled. Um, 
and I'm not just talking sex in general, but sexiness or any of that has right. always got some type of negative connotation. Well, you're taught from a young age that, you know, you don't run around naked in public. You don't do this. You don't talk about, you know, private areas. You don't do you're At least that's how I, I went yeah. to a point, which is funny to say because I was raised by essentially like, you know, hippie kids, you know. So it's it's you still get that. And so to see something or like a sex scene in a movie or even a burlesque act, you're kind of like, Oh, I'm not supposed to be seeing this. Right. This is a private moment in somebody's life and I should not be seeing this, but it's so damn empowering too. <laughs> it definitely is. And it was funny because when we were bringing up Kirsten, one of the things I told Ruth, I'm like, we need to have an open dialogue when it comes to sex in this house. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously we're not going to do something stupid in front of her, but, right. um, but just so that that, she has no problems talking about it. Yeah. So if she has questions when it comes to, you know, sex or when it comes to, you know, burlesque or yeah. it comes to any of these things that would ordinarily she'd get from her other parts of the family. Oh, no, no, no. I can't do that. Um, she's open to talk about it. Yeah. Um, and that's new for us. And probably more so more for Ruth because I'm, you know, me, I'm just like uh, – I got out of that whole conservativeness right. and I'm just like, God, I don't want to go back. Yeah. Well, it's like, do you want her to get information that is like correct from you or information that is not correct from someone right. else and that you was, know, or not feel comfortable talking to anybody about it? And that was my biggest, um, not really argument as a word, but that was my biggest point when, I, when we were talking about as parents, what we're going to do about this talk that isn't supposed to be just a talk. It's supposed to be many talks. An and open line of communication. Yeah, just keep this all open. So this actually gets brought up too. Um, I'm not sure if she's listening in or not. She might be sitting down next to Ruth listening, but um, which is fine. But anyways, that's kind of where like, that's what I've liked about it. Um, just, I've always known burlesque has been there because yeah. it's been around forever. Mm-hmm. And I started vaguely starting hearing about it. Um, you guys remember the show American Pickers? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, She mm-hmm. – when uh, I forget Danielle. her name now. Yeah, yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and know that she was into it. So I yeah, she still is. She's re- still performing. Oh, just, oh yeah. cool. Because that was the first time – not really the first time I've heard about it. That's the first time it kind of really blipped on my radar. Yeah. Like, okay, this is still a thing or it is it's a, a thing. It's a thing again. Right. Really. Because like the whole was... roller derby thing where it died away for a while yeah. and all of a sudden it's on a resurgence. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of cool to see that burlesque is in that same boat. And I was just telling you earlier, there's different performers, musical acts that I follow – and one in particular was from Detroit. She's now in New York. You know, she's she's posting things on her Instagram of burlesque. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know you're into this. Yeah, yeah, um, which is cool. New York. Um, I think she's out in Las Vegas now. But anyway, yeah, that's huge. Yeah, <laughs> there too. But uh, but anyway, no, I was just I like the fact that it's it's getting out there. Yeah. And so now that I know that it's getting more and more out there, I and not that I have a huge audience, we're getting there. Um, <laughs> I, I want to talk about it. I want yeah, I yeah. want the word to get out there. And I think it's really important because it is, I mean, there's so many reasons that burlesque is important, but it is an art form. It is an outlet for people, but it's also a really good platform to talk about things that are important. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of performers who have, you know, very um, political or, um, you know, Acts that have to do with something that's important or happening in our world. Like I have an anti-suicide act. Oh, I remember that um, one. You know, I think I messaged you about that one. Yeah, I got a lot of messages yeah. after that. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a platform to have a voice. You know, so it's not always just about like looking pretty and taking your clothes off. Like you can 
you can really impact people in a lot of different ways in burlesque. There's even some performers who um, are performers with disabilities Mm -hmm. that perform in wheelchairs, you know, or perform, you know, with whatever apparatus that they need uh, that speak out against it, you know, saying like, hey, we may not be as able bodied as you. But we can still do what you're doing and we can still rock it out. You know, I love seeing, you know, pictures and and videos of different performers with different abilities. But, yeah, like Holly was saying, you can totally speak up about almost anything. You know, it becomes your platform. I do remember that act because I remember I was going through like a mentally rough time at that point. And then you did the act and I'm sitting in like the third row going, oh, my God, don't cry. That's why we made it the last act of the night. Oh, Jesus. And then like the entire car ride home with um, my performance uh, um, partner, Loretta LaRue, we just sat in silence all the way all the way home. And we were like looked at each other. We're like that act. She's like, yeah, that act. And I was like, "Okay, we don't have to talk about it. You know, like it's just. I love acts that can that touch your heart, you know, that your soul. Because, like, I mean, you don't always have these opportunities to tell 200 people in a room like they're not alone. Right. Yeah. So that's, yeah. you know, if you have the opportunity to do that or spread an important message, I think that that, you know, maybe you don't have to do that every time you perform. But I think that you take those opportunities. It was really fitting for the time because we had just had several celebrity suicides. And mm-hmm. so, like, it was really hitting home to a lot of people. And so I, I thought that was perfect timing on that one. Which was it was very eerie because that yes. act was in the works for like six months. And huh. it just happened that the timing was perfect because a yeah. lot of people were feeling the effects. Yeah. And what was really strange is during burlesque and a lot of MCs will like school you on how to react and like you hoot and you holler and stuff. And during that act, it was like silent. And you'd hear a couple like, uh, uh, woo. You know, because like, <laughs> we don't you know don't, if we're supposed to applaud for want, this. <laughs> right. You don't want to applaud Am for I the contents, to? but like it was right. still a good act, you know, all in all. So it was, it was very eerie to hear like the silence in the room and then look around and see everybody that was being touched by it. That's the kind of performance that I like. You know, that's that's the kind of performance that uh, I think is needed, you know. It's kind of weird and I I always bring things over onto me just so you know I'm selfish. That's um, I get it. Less performers so <laughs> yeah, we get it. Um <laughs> I have a very, very. I have a. I have a disconnect when it comes to uh, emotion and feelings. When mm-hmm. I, I have different feelings that happen to me, I can't always label what it is sure. exactly I'm feeling. It's an autistic Asperger's thing that goes on. Um, but there's different way. I when I say there's a disconnect, most of the time, if I'm when it comes to any emotional thing that would happen in somebody's life that would normally cause an emotional reaction, whether somebody dies or whatever the case may be. Um, if it's something personal, like me and someone I know, it doesn't affect me in that way. Sure. I don't feel emotion there at right. all. I'm usually just a blank slate. Now, where I usually – where I can feel emotion, and this is probably news to all my listeners out there, I read romance novels because – Really? Because this is one way I actually get to feel emotion. Okay. Um, and I like the feeling. And I want to be able to feel it. It sucks that I can't feel it in real life. Right. But I'm, now I'm starting to pursue and look at other things like what else can touch me in that way? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure that burlesque is it at all, but I'm just like <laughs> but you more I'm opening and, a door. And you to never find know it because it could be the same as like reading a book. One act could affect you, you know, yeah. really deeply and then the next could not. So, I mean, everything's going to be like a very individual experience. But I like the fact how you said that a lot of these are – some of these are actual like – Stories is a meaning. To oh, absolutely. Happening. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's not like a really obvious storyline to the 
viewer, there's usually at least a storyline in the performer's yeah, head. Yeah, absolutely. So it may not come through. <laughs> and it may not some, need to. Yeah, there are no, some no, that come through. Sometimes it could be a subtle yeah. or yeah. very subconscious. Thing. It could just be like, why am I wearing this costume? You know, like, what is my. It's a backstory. What is my yeah. feeling going into this? Like, as an author, I'm sure you can appreciate that. Like, I know when I get any sort of number bubbling in my head it's like okay well what's the backstory why are they here what are they wearing why are they wearing that why are they dancing to this song yeah, like there's how definitely does an this acting connect? component yeah. and if you have that storyline it helps mm-hmm. well i assume if you're going to put the act together you're putting it together for a reason yeah and so whether it's going to be just because you're limber and you want to show it off or there's actually a, a underlying of story element there mm-hmm. and you might not and you're right they, they might probably not going to be totally out front with it cause sometimes it's not needed sometimes it's better off when you're not it could be just hits sort of like when you <clears> listen <throat> to music and l- lyrics speak to you even though that's not exactly what the writer was mm-hmm. intending when you're trying to lyrics. sing it and instead your voice cracks because you're about to cry and you have no clue exactly. why <laughs> well there's even artists who who refuse to explain why they wrote the way what they what they meant when they wrote the song? Yeah, right. like no, 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 no. I don't want to take that away from like the you listener. You can interpret yeah. it any way you need to, right? Mm-hmm. And as you know, not to bring religion into this, but that's kind of where I'm at with the Bible now because it's like I don't want to know what his intent, what their yeah. intentions are. I want to know what I get out of it. Yeah, if I'm going to go back and read I get that. it, that's well, kind of the entire point of spirituality in general yeah. is for it to be a personal experience. Mm-hmm. Couldn't agree more. So we say that. And then we're going to bring this all around. So we're seeing that burlesque now is a spiritual experience. I mean, <laughs> not. Yeah. It kind of can be. I, I remember, mean, it's very like freeing yeah. and. There's one number that will I always think freeing stick to is me. a great word. Though. Yeah. No, it's absolutely. <laughs> In every sense of that word, it is very freeing. <laughs> it's like that moment you get to take your bra off at home. I don't know. I get to do that and get paid for it. <laughs> I mean, that's fantastic. Yeah. Nobody pays me when I take it off at home. <laughs> I try and get my husband to pay me and he won't. <laughs> He'll be like, nah, I see it. It's fine. <laughs> you were saying something before. I, I don't remember. You said a, an act that you will never Oh, forget. yeah. We were talking about, you know, spirituality and stuff. There's one act that I remember from um, the Burley Picks competition in, I think, like two. 2016 maybe I remember but it's like it's always just stuck with me and like that's one number when people say what's your favorite number I'm like it's that one it's that one and it's awesome and I love it and I never want to forget it and I would love to see it 17 more times and I have never seen it again what was it what was it it was uh, Voodoo Vixens uh, the, it was based on Silence of the Lambs oh well, yeah yep I loved that act and like everything about it and I remember that at that moment looking at Todd and going I want to do that <laughs> And then I you did. I did. And then I, I like and then I someone when I, I have a, a Stephen King misery act, someone came up to me Ooh. after a show and was like, that is gonna stick with me forever. And I was like, Oh, it's full circle. <laughs> <laughs> but it has got you got that it's cool because cause even as an author, it's nice to get that feedback from people when you realize yeah. that you've touched them in some way. Um and just being able and I think art in, in all forms. And that's why because art is one way that I can that I can feel the things I would love to be able to feel normally. Mm-hmm. Um, so whether it's through music or it's whatever. Like I said, I'm, I'm reaching out. So that's, I, I get that. I understand when you walk away from something yeah. like that. And then you had to get that. And I'm sure you get it all the time with people coming up to you um, telling you what you did or how you performed that or I'm walking away with this, that yeah. kind of thing. It's, 
I don't know. And it's funny because like so many people are like, oh, I don't want to bother you. But I I'm remember like, thinking Please that. Please yeah. bother me because I need to hear those things mm-hmm. because I need it to remind me that like it's okay when I was like so frustrated I wanted to quit or that I spent like 60 hours like doing this or that I, you know, spent three days making one costume piece that you saw for 45 seconds. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I need that yeah. to like keep me going. No, there's – um this is like super vain, but I make uh, Todd so or – vain. Yeah, totally. Todd or any of my friends – I make them record almost all of my numbers and then I'll go back and I'll just listen to the applause because it's like that's you don't hear it. I don't you know don't, if you do it. No. You don't hear it on stage. Mm. You know, when you're on stage, you're in the zone, you're performing, you're done. And then afterwards, you're kind of like, oh, shit, did we do that? We're allowed to swear, right? Yeah. I figured, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's it's nice to go back, especially when I'm having like a low day or like those days that Holly said where you just want to quit because you're frustrated and go back and listen to that video and listen to the applause that you got and listen to the like the critique. I was in a competition, so I have like a video of critiques mm-hmm. and it's like it was so good to go back and listen to that and be like, you know what? That is good. I can keep doing that. You know, what's funny is I was listening to an interview with uh, one of my favorite people in the world and I've never met the guy, Henry Rollins. Oh, yeah. He uh, was talking how he was backstage at one of his shows. It wasn't his show. He was opening for somebody back in his liar days. You know, the okay. Band. And he's like uh, the main act was standing right behind him and he was and Rollins just got done looking at the crowd and he pokes his head back in and the guy's like, so are they are they out there? He's like, yeah, man, there's like over 20,000 people out there. What do you mean? Are they out there? He's right. like, oh, he said, I wouldn't know what to do with myself if there was nobody out there. Oh. He's like, it was Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> yeah, he's like, so even these top, yeah. top guys yeah. sometimes will just feel like, it, it, it might, if, is what I've been doing impacting anybody? Yeah. Do people really care? He yeah. says he got the same type of reaction when he talked to George Carlin last time he talked to him. My son Which, is so, actually named after Carlin. Yeah. His middle name is Carlin, yep. Just a fun fact to throw out there. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny how like people can put these, you know, people on a pedestal and think that they're just like above it all and that they don't feel those things too. But it's like you have to remember those are just people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they're just people. <laughs> well, I remember starting the one one course going, oh, God, I've seen Holly perform a, a bunch of times. And, and I don't know that I can actually talk to her. And I don't know if I can do this. And then I like Lena came out and I remember seeing her at the Burley Picks too. And I was like. Oh my god! I can't do this class with these girls. These girls are awesome, and I'm not. And people this really just like build it up in their head. Yeah, and, and then your like, guys like, "Hey, mm-hmm. what's up?" And I was like, "Oh, you're people. <laughs> We're just like everybody else. Maybe we've just been doing it longer." Yeah, you know. No, it's it's I, I'm still not used to like after doing a number having people like come up and be like, "Oh my god, that was amazing!" And I was like, "You." You saw it. it was me, right? Like you're talking to me. <laughs> like you still know it's me, even though I'm in a different dress. Like, like somehow that's changed my face enough to where people don't realize that it's me. But it, it's still such a surreal moment for them to come up and start like gushing about this number. It, it's just it's it's kind of I get in a car and I'm like, oh my god, what just happened? Yeah, I just do that. It's kind of yeah. got to give you like a little natural high, you know? Yeah. Just from it and the excitement and the adrenaline right. and knowing that people were that excited to watch it and you're like, yeah, I did that. Right. <laughs> and like, I've, I've done Rocky for years and, and but like after a show, we're done at like 2 or 3 a.m. No one wants to talk to you. Yeah. Right. They all want to go home. So like, yeah. we don't get... And I play characters that no one wants pictures with. They only want pictures with Frank. They right. don't want pictures with like Rocky, Columbia, or Janet. They're just like, ask her those girls. Um, but it's... So it's weird after show to like walk around and like get to mingle with people and they're like, oh my God, you are awesome. And I was like, you're lying. You're <laughs> standing next to me right now. This is so weird. Yeah, I'm like, you're lying. <laughs> and then like, I don't know how to handle it. So I'm just like, thanks. 
I'm gonna go now. Like <laughs> it's I'm gotta learn terribly. the confidence yes. and take a compliment. I'm a terribly awkward person. Some guy tried to hug me multiple times at the last show and I was like, oh, I don't well, know that's how kinda handle weird. this. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. You run into a lot of strange, strange people. Oh, I'm sure you do. And, and once again, at the end of the show, they're drunk. Yes. So they're like, yes. I can hug you and you're like, mm. You took your clothes off. strange with no boundaries. (laughs) Exactly. exactly. I didn't want to go down that road. but um. No, it it happens. But you just learned, as a woman, you learned to deal with it very early on, which is unfortunate. But Way before burlesque. Yes, way before burlesque. (laughs) True enough. Well, I was a little roly-poly, so it didn't happen until like my my (laughs) mid-20s. That's funny. Guys still nervous before you go on? Yeah. I think Rocky helped me a lot. That I can just be like, oh, nope, I'm a different person. Because my, my director's always said, like, once you walk out of your dressing room, you're no longer your muggle name. You are now your performer, your Dottie, your Holly, your, you know, everybody else. So that's helped me put my, like, my mind into a different space. And so it makes it a little bit easier. But there are still times where I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to throw up. Or like, oh, I got to pee 16 times just because your bladder is like, no. <laughs> up there. I had to drink anything all day. I still have to pee. <laughs> right. <laughs> Holly? Um, for me, I've been performing seven years now, and I used to get really, really nervous. And then a performer told me, before you go on stage, like, take a deep breath and remind yourself that you chose to do this and that this is fun. Yeah. And so I started doing that, and I was like, why am I, like, making it such, like, a, a crazy, like, nerve-wracking experience? Like, I chose to do this. I'm passionate about this. Mm-hmm. Like, I created this. I'm proud of this. And since I really started, like, taking that moment to just be present in the moment, I, I don't really get nervous anymore. Hmm. And it's like – I remember the very first time that I ever did Dirty Show, and I was like, oh, my God. There are, like, 4,000 people out there. What hmm. am I doing? This is so stupid. I thought I was going to pee my pants. Did that <laughs> a um, reoccurring theme yep. throughout burlesque backstages is how how often we have That's to be. That's when I know I'm nervous, nervous most. Yeah. yeah. Um. But then after that, like this is going to be, I think this is my sixth year. Um. It it's like after that first year, I was just like, I got this. So it's a few more yeah. than normal. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> no, it, it definitely. Sometimes you can't see them because the bright lights in your eyes. Yeah. You can see. You can still see that. people. Yeah, you you can sure see you can. at that particular stage because the stage is so high for some yeah. reason. You can see everybody. Yeah. But it's well, it's kind of cool now because then you're like, oh, my God, look at all these people that are watching at the same time. It's yeah. funny. Is last time I saw Rollins, he was doing a spoken word and he gets up on stage. I've never been to one of his shows. He gets up on stage. He'll literally talk for two and a half hours nonstop without taking a drink. Wow. That's, that's impressive. really impressive. Yeah. yeah. And he says he does it because he's afraid if he turns around and stops for just a couple seconds, ah, people will no. leave. Yep. I understand really? that. Yeah. Wow. He even said that right up on stage. is like, that's why I don't turn around. That's why I don't leave the stage. <laughs> like they'll just um, be like, poof, gone. Yep. yep. Bye. I always. Well, that's why I ask because I'm just curious. The yeah. guys like him who's been doing this for decades, yeah. you know, uh, or doing his thing for decades, still has that type of It was kind of nice because with humbleness. Rocky, like I got so yeah. jaded Anxiety. that it was like, I do this all the time. I don't need to get nervous. So it was really nice to get that like nervous butterfly feeling again, you know, before a show. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, God, I missed this. <laughs> you know, I missed being nervous for things. Well, as we're wrapping up, because I guess we're wrapping up because Jess is kicking me underneath the table. <laughs> um, promote, letting us know where you're at, what the next thing is up. Um, Tell us about the school, um, whatever it is. Just, just promote yourselves. Yeah. Um, we've got classes happening all the time at the, at the school. We start uh, new courses every six to eight weeks, but we have tons of one-off classes. Where can um, we find you? 
at you can go to misshollyhawk.com and you can find school info, you can find show info, all kinds of different things. Um, we've got Speakeasy Sunday happening this coming Sunday at Cliff Bells. Um, and then again on October 7th, the Michigan Burlesque Festival is happening September 21st and 22nd. So basically, if you go to my website or just Google Hollyhock, um, you can pretty much find information on all of those shows. Awesome. Um, I actually am also performing the Michigan Burlesque Festival, but only on the Friday the 21st, um, like I said, with my performing partner, Loretta LaRue. Um, October, I wrote it all down because I knew I'd forget. Loretta's part of the Rocky, too. Isn't yep. she? I've met her. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, October 6th, I'll be performing at the Dark Arts of Michigan Halloween show. That's in Lansing. It's at the Avenue Cafe. Um, let's see. October 31st on Halloween night, I actually have a show with Black Sheep Burlesque. Um, and that's at Ant Hall in Hamtramck. And then November 1st, I am performing with the Ripest Peach uh, Review. And that's in Southgate. That's a new show. Brand new show. Is there a page um, on social media people can go to to kind of follow what you're doing next? Um, my Facebook page is the best. I can actually, like, talk to people there and, and communicate. Uh, right. If you just Facebook Dottie Dart, nothing mm-hmm. special. Not yet. I'm working on it. <laughs> I haven't gotten the guts up to do that kind of stuff yet. So One thing at a time. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get there. Yeah. You got yourself out there. Right. That's impressive. Can- That's more than I'm doing. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Um. Yeah, Guy, girls. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks yeah. For thank us. you. Um. That was awesome. Um. As for us, I actually did a little research on um our, our where you can actually find us because I always screw that up right. every single time. And how this what <laughs> show this is like a well. I mean, it's show. not like you know they're all the same on each of the social platforms. True enough. So. Um, you know. uh, at Twitter at Wiser Punks, I do not have access to that account. So if anything gets posted on that, it's probably coming from Allison, who's not here. We love you, Allison. Hi, um, Allison. And Facebook is at Punk Wiser Seventeen. Um, you'll find us there. Uh, we I tried to keep, I promote every single show on there, and I try to give you ideas of what's coming up next from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, our email address is punkwisdomfamily at gmail did I say that right? Yeah. I did say that right. Cool. Um, so you can communicate with us. Um, we are a live show, so there is a number. I'll post it from time to time. If you guys ever want to call in and ask questions, that would be cool too. But I don't think we get a ton of live Or listeners. if you're doing some really cool shit and you want to be a guest, also contact that email. True enough. Yeah. True enough. I wanted to get Dottie's uh, partner on here too. Todd. Yeah, right he's, on. He's super, super I talented. call him Toddy Dart. Toddy Dart. <laughs> Well, how would you feel if I start calling him that? <laughs> you should. <laughs> you absolutely should. I say do it. Do yeah. it. But, uh, Dottie and Toddy. All right. We're still working on that kink show. We will have it. I don't know when. I want it, though. We will do it. We will find yeah, some kinky ass people to talk. We've been trying to get Miss Payne on here, but her schedule and our schedule have not been meshing very well. Ah. Right. And so um, I do still want to do that show, though. So also, if you're in the BDSM world and say you're a lifestyle or a pro dom and or sub, please hit the email or Facebook. Yeah, basically those two. Yeah. And say, hey, I want to come on the show and talk about that. Yeah. Please. Definitely. I think that's it. That sounds like an exciting show. Yeah, I could send some people your way. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That would be really, really cool. All right, folks, um, that's it. You don't have to listen to me any longer, uh, just maybe for a second as I close this out. So everybody say bye. Bye. And we're gone.